Okay. Mm, we're doing this. Yeah. We are doing it. Welcome to... Are you not going to join no, me? No, we are starting. Oh, one, two, three. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> oh, this is very telling of how this is going to go. Um, <laughs> okay, let's do it. Right. Welcome to Jingle Bells. Bells. I'm Bex. I'm Naomi. We love Christmas. We Happy do. Happy Christmas, everyone. It's Christmas every day at Jingle Bells. It is really terribly Christmas every day. Mm-hmm. So we love terrible Christmas films. We, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're the best. Particularly romantic comedy Christmas films. Oh, who doesn't love a rom-com Christmas spesh? I know, I know. And there's so many things that we love about them as well. There is. So we decided we were going to talk about them in a podcast form to please your wonderful little Christmassy elf ears. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Never say that again. I <laughs> so we're here to do our Christmas podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a certain criteria. We're just going to set this up now that we, we look for in a Christmas film as the Christmas film connoisseurs that we are. Yeah, we have watched an awful lot of Christmas There's films. Too many Christmas films. In fact, potentially the basis of our entire friendship. Yeah, I think so. I don't think we'd be friends if you didn't like Christmas <laughs> So rude, sorry. It's not untrue though, after that one night. Anyway, oh. neither here nor there. Um so the things that we do look for in Christmas films mm-hmm. are Christmas trees. Obviously. Yep, naturally. Um, we also want some hot chocolate. How can you tell it's Christmas if there's no hot chocolate? Delicious mead. Delicious know. mead. The, the mead of the gods. We're not there yet. <laughs> uh, we also love, you know, generic Christmas activities. Cookie baking. Some sledging. Uh, some snowball fights. Yeah, That's maybe really good. tree decorating. Or uh, you can go cut down a tree in a tree lot. All mm-hmm. of these wonderful things that they don't do in England. Yep. Because it's never really Christmas Eve. It's not really, 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 really a thing. So it's a lot of American Christmas stuff. Anyway, yeah, it's fine. Great. We love American Christmas stuff. <laughs> anyway, so you're looking for sledging, snowball mm-hmm. fights. Yep, we want some slightly off-brand music. Oh yeah, off-brand mm-hmm. Christmas music. Something with jingly bells yep. over the top. Extra jingly bells. Um, and then for our characters, we really want something that endears the main love interest. So yeah. either a child. A dog. Mm-hmm. A, a horse, horse, probably. <laughs> yep. There's so many horses. There's a lot of horses. I know. Yeah. It's a real rich person animal. It is a real rich person animal. That's true. Um, Dead parents, because they got to have something to bond over. Of course, there's Mm -hmm. always dead parents. At Um, least one, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or some tragic backstory. Yeah. You need a tragic backstory. You need Christmas cookies. Yep. Do we need anything else? Is that all we kind of look for? I think that's where we got to. No. How could we forget the Queen of Christmas? The Queen of Christmas. Not Mariah Carey. No, no. Say Mariah Carey, you're wrong. None other than. She's been usurped by Vanessa Hudgens. I love Vanessa Hudgens. She's She's so good. In the two Christmas movies we've watched her in, she is perfect. Flawless. Ideal. Just the best. Yeah. Okay. So we're looking for various (laughs) Christmassy things. Yeah. In our Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and today we're going to talk about a Christmas prince. One. A there Christmas prince, one. Three of them. There are three. If you want to hear us talk about number two and three, then subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media at 
Jingle Bells Pod. I'm so pretty. Thank you. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> so, without further ado, I'm going to introduce the synopsis as uh, written by Netflix. Yeah. It is actually one sentence. Um... <laughs> Not two, as I I initially thought. Um, So, The Christmas Prince is about Christmas coming early for an aspiring young journalist when she's sent abroad to get the scoop on a dashing prince who's poised to be king. Great. That sounds great. And not like the movie we watched at all. No, it's an hour and a half of not that. It is an hour and a half of not that. And uh, we're just going to talk about our favourite and least favourite moments, the things that we really have a lot of strong opinions on. Yeah, um, the things that we love, the things that we hate, the things that we found hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And the yep. things that I'm thinking of in my head and it's making me laugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we, we can do this. It's fine. It's cool. Okay. cool. Composure. Yeah. So I think we need to talk about the start of the film. and The start of the film that took us... An hour to watch. Yeah, it did take a while. There was a lot happened. First of all, there is a lot of Christmas trees in this film. We could immediately tick off mm-hmm. our requirement for Christmas trees. Yeah. Because we were a minute in and there was 15 different Christmas trees. We did stop counting at a certain point. We got to exactly 147 Christmas trees at 42 minutes and 42 seconds. Yeah. So that was when we decided that we really didn't need any more Christmas tree counting. No. We had established that it was definitely Christmas and it is yep. Christmassy enough with its 147 trees. I feel like that's where the majority of the budget went. On the Christmas trees? Yeah. Well, it didn't go on costumes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it did not. No. Um, considering we were shared costumes. But that's yes. like neither here nor there, really. Um, we did have the generic music that we were looking for. We did. It started with mm-hmm. the generic music and a generic screen... Not screenshot. What am I talking about? Um... Some generic footage of New York at yes. Christmas time. Generic yeah. footage of New York, which has been spliced with some snowy yeah, some footage. Really terrible CGI snow. Um, bad CGI snow. Lots of Christmas <laughs> trees. And we cut to Amber. Amber is our protagonist. Yep. She is obviously blonde and pretty boring. So generic. She, she is. She's quite generic. I have a lot of feelings about Amber's career. Yeah. Um, so Amber is a junior editor at Now Beat. Beat, Beat Now. We don't know what the name of the magazine is. No one ever says it out loud. It, no one says it out loud. No. It's not clear. No, but Amber, a journalist, yeah. is in a bit of a flap. Right. About writing 300 words. Writing 300 words. Well, that does sound really difficult for a journalist. Right. You would think that writing 300 words would never be something that a journalist would do. No, imagine. And, you know, as a, a writer myself, I'm real thrown by this because minimum for any <laughs> reputable magazine you have to write at least 600 words for well, a story well now beat beat so, now is obviously no. not a reputable magazine so no, no considering that her senior editor is making her rewrite his terrible stories his terrible stories uh yeah so amber's very blah mm-hmm. amber is possibly the most blah person that we could really come across i think she's probably the most blah person in this film uh, she has a sassy black and a sassy gay friend, which always yeah. adds something, but they're not really in the film as much as I would like. No, they definitely deserved more time than they yeah. got. Mm-hmm. Hopefully in the next one, or the one after, or the fourth one, or the eighth one, or the twelfth one. Then... By the time they perfect this formula, we'll be sick of them. I'm already sick of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Amber is a bad journalist. She is a bad journalist. Is she as bad as the chief editor who she has to keep correcting on terminology? Um, 
Yeah, I would say they're probably equally bad. Mm, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. they're probably, they're both pretty trash. Amber's a bad journalist, but she's also a really terrible liar. She's not very good at many things in this film, other no. than dancing, which she seems to be able to do. And saddling and riding a horse. Oh no, she got bucked off the horse. That is true. She she's did... not that good at riding a horse. She's great at saddling it though. She was good at saddling. She, she can did saddle. all by herself. You know, Maybe. Amber's not a good writer, but she sure can saddle a horse. <laughs> And saddle a prince, but that's neither here nor there. Wow. <laughs> oh my. Well, no, the star scene does have one of our favourite moments in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is she Brian, oh. her ex-boyfriend, broke up with her a year ago. Tragic backstory. Tragic backstory. Surely you can't still be gun shy. <gasps> what does that mean? Are they are they talking about penises? I think they might be talking, talking about, about penises. penises. Yeah, I think yeah. so. There is a lot mm-hmm. of innuendo in this PG film in general. Yeah. Like, it's a bit wild. I'm not sure that it is, like, family friendly with all of the innuendo. Because, oh, like, yeah. we've got other stuff, like, Christmas came early. Oh, yeah, Christmas came like, early. Okay. Don't keep me on my knees. I know my way around a bobsleigh. <laughs> Sorry, did you not expect me to bring that up so soon? No, no. Oh, that's great. Oh, that is still one of my favourite yeah. lines as well. And I, I'm still maintaining that she was on the Aldovian bobsled team. Yeah. Like, yeah. sorry, this she... is the queen, actually. This is not Amber. Amber yeah. is not interesting enough to be in a bobsled yeah, team. Yeah, I will say this now. I mean, probably a bit late considering. But if you've not watched A Christmas Prince, I would recommend watching it. Because we're not going to talk about, like, the real plot. We're just going to talk about the stuff that we care about. Yeah. So, yeah. Amber's kind of boring. She's the main girl. Uh, you know who isn't kind of boring, apart from the fact that he totally is uh, Richard. Oh, his royal hotness. His royal hotness. Yes. Who needs to have his bum on the throne by Christmas Day. By Christmas Day. Day. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got our deadline. We, I love an arbitrary Christmas deadline. Yep. It's, it's always good. I don't know why all these countries are so insistent on having coronations on Christmas Day. Surely they have families that they want to be with. Well, no, because their parents are all dead. Oh, all of their parents are dead, so it doesn't yeah. matter if they spend Christmas crowning a king. No, no, no. Uh, mm. Okay, yeah. cool. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Bit dark, but great. Sure. <laughs> We're really light and Christmassy over here. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. All your folks are dead. Royal Hotness has actually been real crap and ran away to do some soul searching as we keep being reminded through yeah, the film. All, all the time, anytime. Mm-hmm. Well, you were out soul searching. I was like, he was in a tent yeah. in Spain. Like, yeah. And I don't. Again, how did they lose a prince? Who are his security personnel? They don't have anything. No. We, right, we will talk about this lack of security no. in this castle yeah. right now because there is no security. She just, okay. In the film, yeah. Amber, the journalist, go, gets given the assignment to go and investigate his royal hotness. Mm-hmm. Prince Richard, he's getting coronated on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whatever. Who cares? Around Christmas time. Around some point in Christmas. Yep. He's, being, he's turning from a Christmas prince into a Christmas king. Um, and yet the rest of the franchise is still called a Christmas don't prince. Don't think about it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So... And then she just walks into the castle and they're like, yeah. oh, you must be the tutor. And she's like, yeah, sure. And just is allowed in. 
no, no one ID. ever IDs her. No. no one ever questions that she has no idea what she's doing. No one ever yeah. questions that she doesn't have any stuff, that she doesn't have any teaching resources. None of these details matter mm-hmm. to also, them. She's never got in touch to say she was coming early. Yeah, she just shows stuff. up and they're like, okay, cool. Here's a room. Have access to all of the royals. And here's the thing that someone should have noticed was her giant lanyard that said press, press access. access. <laughs> she was wearing an, a press access lanyard for the entirety of the first scene she's in the palace and no uh, one noticed. And Can they she not read? only stuffed it in her coat. Yeah, it wasn't properly hidden. At no. least half of it was out. And if you yeah. knew that there was a press conference happening today... Keep an eye out. Wouldn't you surely be like, maybe there'll be some sneaky press trying to sneak in. Sneaky sneak. No, yeah, apparently no, not. No, no, no. Very lax security. Very lax security. They lost a prince for an entire year. They did. That is true. But it is difficult because, you know, Aldovia only has about 16 citizens and is in the middle of... Uh, but has an international airport somehow. Yeah, Aldovia has an international airport, but no one has heard of it. Mm-hmm. No one knows where it is. Aside from Amber, who then goes to Aldovia and forgets everything she knows. Which I don't think she knew that much to begin with. Well, I mean, she knew enough to know who the prince was, despite having to then Google photos of him to see what he looked like. <laughs> well, he was wearing a beard. <laughs> yeah, he was. And he stole her cab he and she was upset. And yeah, and then it became whole this whole thing, this whole time that he... That, that, that he's so much drunk. What about the cab? Haha. <laughs> and I'm like, this is kind of weird gaslighty bullshit. Yep. But anyway. There was a lot of odd gaslighting. Not yeah. just from like the dude to the woman but the opposite Up way, way as well too, just yeah. everyone's kind of like being a dick to each other yeah it was um yeah it was a lot so that's amber we've met we've met richard who's mm-hmm. royal hotness who has yeah. a good butt and looks much better when he shaved the beard I yeah, do he, agree. Does. he does mm-hmm. look a lot better yeah. uh they do some romantic archery which i wouldn't really list as a christmas activity but uh no. i enjoyed it for its difference we don't see a lot of archery in and in Christmas a lot of romance Christmas films, movies, no. probably because it's not very festive. No, and also again, it's like a rich person activity. It is a rich person activity. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's like, I'm going to do archery. No, not on like a you know weekend or anything. No, I don't are you going to go do some archery this weekend? Are you calling me posh? <laughs> I'm not a rich person. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, it's just out of curiosity. To oh, be honest, no. See um, what hobbies you had. <laughs> None. Watching Christmas movies in October. That is my hobby. Yep. That's my life. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Aldovia seems like a shitty country. Their, yes. their national meat is like, oh no, their national food is like jelly. Meat. Jelly. It really looks like dog food. It's uh, entirely. It yeah. They, all they all the food that's in this is either cookies or cookies or meat jelly. And that's it. That's no, it. hold on. Sorry. No, they eat burgers at some point. When do they eat burgers? Right at the end. <laughs> is that in the diner yeah, in New York? That doesn't count. That's not in Aldovia. But right. uh, yeah. yeah. So Amber's managed to sneak in. Uh, she she is reintroduced to Richard, who is the guy who stole her taxi. Yep. And uh, then we're introduced to Princess Emily, who mm-hmm. is played by this like quite she's quite a sassy character. Mm-hmm. Um, Princess Emily has spinal bifida, I believe. She's some yes. form of disability. Uh, 
great, I love disabled representation in movies. I wish they had hired an actual disabled actress to play the disabled character. Yes. Yeah. Also, like, you know, some consistency with the things that she could do. Yeah, she been can nice. and can't do would have been yeah. really good. If they just put a little bit more attention to detail into everything in this movie, it would have been better. Yeah. But that's yeah. neither here nor there. So Emily needs a tutor. She keeps, like, pranking her, putting mice on the chair and stuff. And then after and Emily's... no time at all, they bond. They do over their dead parents. They do bond over that. <laughs> they do bond over their dead parents and also like other generic activities that they do instead of learning, such as cookie making. They do make cookies and they, archery. They do archery and makeovers and, and sleigh rides. Sleigh rides and snowball fights. Yes. Yeah. And no threatening man. people. Oh, yeah, threatening to throw people in the dungeon. Which we're not sure is true. (laughs) Is there a dungeon? Is there not a dungeon? Nobody knows. Who knows? We will see in the fifth one, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Amber is obviously a terrible tutor because she is not a tutor. Because she is a terrible journalist full time. Yeah. Uh, So they don't really do any actual tutoring. No. But they do bond a lot over dead parents. She also bonds with Richard over dead parents. Yeah. She has a dead mom. He has a dead dad. You know, they're a match made in heaven. Obviously, yeah. It's like they feel each other's pain. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's kind of like the limit of it, really, because yeah. she's not a royal. She's never traveled the world. This is her first trip abroad, as far as I can tell. And also she's pretending to be someone else, so she doesn't actually, she's not actually <laughs> able to tell them anything. Yeah. <laughs> the only truth that she tells them the whole time is that her mom is dead. That is the only true fact that they know about Amber. Yeah, who's actually but... Martha for most of the film, though nobody calls her by her name. No one ever refers to her by name. They just kind of look at her. They she bond does over dead parents. Yeah. They go to lots of. They don't do a lot of actual like learning. They just go to a lot of Christmas events. There's like a lot they of. Do. They wear to the Christmas cocktails. Yep, we have Christmas cocktails. Where you know, there's a lot of more exposition. There's an awful lot of exposition in this movie. Yeah. With, rather than just doing like, there's just a lot of little scenes that could completely be cut. Well, she could do some more journalism. Yeah, it would be nice if she did do but some investigating no. as an investigative journalist. But she's only a junior editor, Naomi. What do you expect of her? I mean, maybe that's why her photo-taking skills are so bad. Yeah, she's I've never really seen somebody bad. hold their phone in portrait mode. While taking a video. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, a rookie mistake. Wow. Yeah. But at that uh, event... What? Well, his royal hotness is there. His royal hotness is there. Um, he's in a suit. He looks quite dashing. He does look quite dashing. Um, then Lord Duxbury <laughs> turns Lord up. Lord Duxbury. He's honestly the saving grace of the film. There are two saving graces in this film. Mm-hmm. And one of them is Lord Duxbury. And one of them is Lady Sophia. Who I suppose would also be called Lady Duxbury. When they get married When they get married yeah. eventually. Mm-hmm. So they're the bad guys. Uh, they are. They're the villains. Uh, Simon's kind of like a posh snobby dude. Yeah. But he's like quite fun and he drives a Ferrari and goes to Mallorca. He does so do these My Mallorca. But you must address him as Lord Duxbury. Lord Duxbury. Obviously. obviously. Uh-huh. And then tension when Richard's like, I find titles to be really, I don't yeah, know, whatever, I don't alienating. Think, yeah, yeah. So, Nobody they knows. have like some pretentious off where he's like, I'm pretentious because I have a title. And then Richard's like, well, I'm not pretentious because while I have a title, I don't insist on people calling me it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then that's about as interesting as their relationship yeah, gets to uh, be honest. Yeah. But Simon and Sophia are cool. They do have one of my favorite scenes in the movie. They do. The bobby pin breaking. 
Yeah. Followed very closely by the Scooby-Doo sneaking. It's an amazing school of sneaking. Yes. I mean, when we paused the film at this point, <laughs> Sophia's pose is probably my favourite thing that I saw in that film. It's really, it's very Scooby-Doo. She was like, oh, claw hands, one leg in the air. Like, Ooh, you know, what, did what it, happens? Did it, did it. Sneaking <laughs> up on uh, Amber's stuff where they yeah. discover that she's a fraud and whatever. They discover she's a fraud. They discover very late into the film a very integral plotline. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't believe this. We're over halfway into the film, right? There's loads of boring stuff. No one cares. There's a lot of chat about dead parents and whatever. And then we discover that Richard is not actually Richard. No. He is adopted 40, over 40 minutes into an hour and a half long film. They I reveal we a like major plot line. Almost an hour in when this we, happened. Do you think? Because we'd gotten past the cabin where Amber accidentally does journalism and finds oh, yeah. the, the with his adoption certificate. Well, that's it. after our two favourite scenes. That is after our two favourite scenes. Oh, film. Oh, uh, where to start with those scenes, though? Because, like, we're back to Emily and a generic Christmas activity that we've listed already. And who doesn't love sledging or tobogganing or bobsledding, as they call it in the film? Yeah, for some reason. It's a very, you know... Yeah. So rather yeah. than getting tutored... She, they go sledding. They go sledding and they go to the only hill in Aldovia. Yeah. Because everybody ends up on this hill. Everyone goes to this hill. And Emily, who is disabled and probably shouldn't be out in the freezing cold without a massive coat or yeah. in a sleeping bag or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is on a toboggan that Amber is pulling through the snow very poorly. Yeah. And then instead of asking if Emily's comfortable, decides to hop on the back Push them down a hill. Yeah. And, and then, then... That's, where the, <laughs> that's where the director goes, cut! And yeah. replaces the actress who plays Emily with, with like a... A, a pillowcase. A pillowcase full of rags. Yep. Ugly, ugly dresses. Ugly dresses. The pillowcase four <laughs> of the other ugly dresses that the costume designers had in this film. And they put like a little wig on it. Yep. And they put a hat that doesn't match the hat that Emily was wearing. And uh. they go down this hill. And it's so clearly not her. It's yep. literally a bag of crap. And they're like, it's her and a trash bag. It pushed down this hill together. <laughs> well, Richard is watching on a horse. And then Simon and Sophia are watching in a horse-drawn carriage. All yep. on the same hill at the same time. How no one sees each other is beyond me. Because yeah. it's you know, clear. Well, I mean, Richard, obviously his royal hotness, does then see, uh, they, they do see his royal hotness they because do. they have a beautiful, cute little snowball fight. A slow-mo snowball oh, fight. Oh, it was a slow-mo snowball fight. It was quite... And then they do a really weird sexual turn where he ends up on top of oh, her yeah, they, somehow. Oh, yeah, so clumsy, <laughs> I fell. And then he's like lying on top of her half and it looks like that. Looks like they're going to kiss. It looks like they're going to kiss. No, he's been hit by a snowball by his sister. Yeah, who they've abandoned in, in the, the snow. Who, who is a disabled girl <laughs> they have abandoned in the snow. It's a lot. It, it is, is a lot. lot. And Sophia starts to get jealous and somehow her and Simon drive off and then... All of a sudden, everyone's back in the palace. Everyone's back really. in the palace. Like, it's a lot. And it's the next day. It is the next day, which, you know, we're still not very far from our second scene at this point, which yeah. we love. Um, and Amber, sneaking around the palace, instead of tutoring, which she should, she be, should doing, be doing, um, sees Richard mounting a horse. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, he rides off into the snow. 
He does ride up into the snow. And Amber, a good horsemanly New Yorker. Literally the only New Yorker, other than the people yeah. who like literally drive the horse-drawn carriages in Central Park. Yeah. Saddles and rides, rides the a horse. horse. Yeah. And follows Richard into the woods. Presumably to assassinate him. I don't know. Why Nobody would you follow? Knows. No one right, if a stranger someone you knew for a week mm. followed you into the woods. Oh yeah, that'd be really they're, shitty. They're gonna murder you. You'd think so, yeah. That's like but she's a tiny woman. She's a t- oh, she's a tiny woman. She's just a just tiny remember woman. that she's a tiny woman. <laughs> so she goes into the she's in the woods, the horse gets fed up of her talking to it, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should go back now. Yeah, we should go back. She says to the horse that she is controlling. Yeah. Very confusing. Again, the only New Yorker who's not rich that knows how to ride a horse. Yeah. Anyway. The horse bucks her. <laughs> she ends up in the snow. She should be dead because one, she's not wearing a helmet. Two, her jacket is really very, not very, great for the weather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think she got but I personally think, and this is my current conspiracy theory that's my favourite, she got bucked from the horse, hit her head, went knocked unconscious, and then all the other films are a fever dream that she's having in a coma. I mean, part of me hopes so. I kind of think that that's what's happening. Yeah. It's the only answer. It really is. I mean, she's not wearing a helmet. No, she's not wearing a helmet. But then Richard's not wearing a helmet, so maybe she thought it was cool. I don't really know. I don't know. She wanted to mess up her. The hair department didn't want her to mess up her. Really ugly hair. The hair department? Like, there is a hair. (laughs) Well, yeah, no. Right, so she's Uh, in the woods, wandering, cold, lonely. It's getting dark. Not following the tracks that took her there. No, obviously not. That would be the sensible thing. Just Mm -hmm. wandering aimlessly and then. (gasps) Whoosh! Fur. <gasps> Growling. Growling. It's only one wolf. One wolf. <laughs> a traditional pack animal. But no, no. Just the one wolf. And she... Melts into a puddle. On she form. does melt into a puddle. There's kind of a few different things that I think I would do if I was like faced with a wolf. Probably the first one is I'd see if I could try and grab a stick. Yep. Some kind of defense. Maybe try and climb up a tree to get away. Can wolves climb trees? I, I don't, don't know. know. Like Tigers and stuff can, but... But again, you know, where is the rest of the pack? Yeah. Why are they not there? Is it because we spent all the money on Christmas trees? Oh, clearly the best thing to do (laughs) would be to lie on the floor and quietly cry for help. 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 And somehow, Richard Richard appears. (laughs) He's not gun shy. No. He is not gun shy. Pew, pew. Pew. And the wolves scared off and they go off and have a lovely... Drunken evening in a cabin where Amber finally does the journalism that we mentioned earlier and doesn't tell Richard the truth about his own life. Yeah. <laughs> so Richard takes her off to the cabin. She does the accidental journalism. Yeah, she's basically, she falls to yeah. the floor and finds the lever. She does a clumsy thing. Mm-hmm. And then she does her job thing. Yeah, and she finds some papers that she then doesn't look at until she's back in the palace. No. Doesn't mention to anyone, doesn't mention no. to Richard. No. Who's also taken her through his dad's journals. Yeah. Oh, God. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I, I feel like I have to. Well, as a poet, surely you as have to poet, talk about it. I have to talk about <laughs> I have. I have so many problems with this poem. First of all, it's, I didn't really know... Okay, anything can be poetry. I'm covering this for the <laughs> one person who, other than me who likes poetry who will hear this podcast. Um, I mean, I like poetry too, but we can't get into the what is poetry discussion because that's not what that's this not is about. What this is like, about. Like, but yeah. what, what what we can establish is that this is very bad poetry. Oh, well, yeah. uh, and it's kind of a riddle and it's really cryptic. And I just yeah. don't understand why you would write a cryptic riddle poem in, in your, your own private diary. diary. Mm-hmm. 
that you don't think anyone's going to read. In a cabin in the woods that in nobody seems to in go the wilderness to. That no one knows about other than Richard and now Amber. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still pristine. But it's, it's beautifully clean. Yeah. Somehow. I really do think yeah. he was like hiding stuff under the bed. He he's must like, have been. Yeah, he's like, he's like, don't open the wardrobe. Don't go into this cupboard. This is all crap. Just like dirty clothes. Just stay in the living room. Don't go in the kitchen. Don't go in the kitchen. It's fine. Don't worry. If you need anything, I'll go get it for you. Right, here's some whiskey. <laughs> Let's liquor you up, sweetie. Basically. Um, <laughs> despite oh your head injury. Yeah. So Amber discovers the birth certificate that proves mm-hmm. that Richard is adopted. This is like yeah. an hour into the film, which is way too long to be introducing a major plot point. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it does become integral because yeah. that's where Simon and Sophia do their scooby yeah. stuff. Apparently and, it also um, only took the king and queen two days to adopt a child. I mean, I know that they're royal, but like surely it takes longer than that. Okay. Again, my, my other problem is all right, yeah, okay, his mum could have died in childbirth, sure, but how did his dad die on the same day? I don't know. But it doesn't specify that his dad did die on the same day. Maybe no, his dad true. died before, or whatever. Well, maybe he'll show up in The Christmas Prince 4. He's not actually dead. He's just been, like, in prison? I don't know. No, oh, yeah, God. He's been in the dungeon the whole time. He's literally trapped <laughs> in the dungeon. <laughs> and it's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, uh, from Amber's head yeah. injury. But anyway, I don't know um, why they put this adoption plot. There's just so yeah. many different plot lines in this thing. Like, I know. obviously, there's a lot of things that we want in a Christmas movie, right? Mm-hmm. This is what we established right at the beginning. You want Christmas trees, you want Christmas activities, yeah. whatever. And there's lots of those things, which is great. Which means that it's technically a good Christmas film. But there's also just a lot of random stuff. Why are there wolves? Why did they replace her with a doll? I mean, I'd like to. We haven't even talked. We haven't even talked about the orphans. There was an orphan scene that we haven't talked about. There was some capital punishment stuff going on. Threats of dungeons. There's a president. There's a prime minister. There's like all sorts of stuff. There's a prime minister, but somehow the monarchy is still in charge, and nobody quite understands how this uh, political (laughs) landscape lies. If the monarchy is still in charge, then who's been running the place for the last year while the king's been dead? The queen, the sad, sad queen. I don't really know. No, women can't have power. <laughs> Maybe the, the Prime Minister in the Interregnum, which Ugh. is what Amber had to correct her own editor on. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. There's a lot of stuff with this yeah. film. Um, let's steer ourselves back on course. Um, what happens with the adoption thing? Like, why is it hap- Like, why is it shoehorned in there? I don't know, because it doesn't really add anything to the story. Because he's already umming and ahhing about whether yeah. he wants to be king. Well, there's enough conflict there. Yeah, so I don't yeah. know why they had to then introduce him being adopted. I mean, the only that's kind of the only way that Simon then, I guess, gets to make his legitimate claim to the throne. Because Emily can't claim it, because she's yeah. a girl. But what I... Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest an alternative to this movie that already exists, so it's not going to happen. But what I would have done in this movie, cut out the adoption... Everything else is perfect. I love it. It's ridiculous and terrible, <laughs> right? Cut out the adoption plot line. Have it be Christmas Eve. Mm. He goes to find Amber in her... Ma- Miss Martha or whatever, in her room. Yeah. And he finds the passport. And he sees uh, that she is not Amber. Yep. And she, or like Sophia goes and is a bitch and tells him. And she's like, look at this, she's not Amber. And he's like, gets really upset because he's in love with this woman he's known for three days and doesn't know anything about. And like disappears. And it gets to the time of the coronation and he is nowhere to be found. We yep. don't know where he is and everyone's freaking out. And like 
and was like, oh my God, what happens? And he like, and like Sophia's like, well, he probably ran away because I told him that you weren't really a thing and you're an infiltrator. And then they can yeah. have like a weird conflict. Like she goes to the cabin and he's there. And it's a weird conflict. And she, he yells at her and tells her to get out. And then she doesn't know what happens or whatever. Mm. But like, oh, she and then Simon goes, well, he's not here. So I guess like be the king and goes forward <sighs> to get coronated. And then he shows up again and is like, no, I know I need to be king because I need to be true to myself. Done. And then they can oh save the adoption storyline to the second one. Yeah. Wouldn't that make more sense? It would have. I fixed it. You're welcome. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> that, but anyway, that, that's not what happens. Way more sense. That's not what happens. happens. He's adopted. Even though, but Emily is not adopted. But she mm-hmm. can't be queen because she's not a man. A man. Yeah, no, she's Yeah, the, she's whole, girl, the whole movie yeah, well. is resolved that the king, like, writes a letter being like, yo, let my adopted son be king. Thanks, love the ex-king. And, yeah. like, puts a stamp on it. And then everyone's like, well, I guess we got to allow that. But doesn't allow Emily to be queen, even no. though she's... Literally the legitimate heir. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever and the acorn as well which we have to talk about the acorn because it appears in other movies yeah it it appears so much i mean the acorn's quite ugly as it it is it doesn't really scream christmas to me acorns no but as a whittling champion King Richard oh, yeah. just wanted to whittle something. He wanted to whittle something. There's weird Christmas ornaments <laughs> in this film, right? Acorns. Elephants, and elephants that are bears. And bears no. and whatever. Yep. I, I mean, it kind of looked like a rabbit to me, so I don't know what they were talking about being being a bear. It didn't look like anything, It actually. looked like a really shit animal cracker. It did look like, like a really shit animal. Like, well, you know one of these animal crackers that have, like, fallen apart, and you're like, oh, yeah. this is a giraffe with no front legs, <laughs> right? Mm. Yeah, that was yeah. essentially what it was. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And, yeah, so the acorn of truth... Yeah. It's what solves the problem in the end. Classic. Um, and then the acorn of truth is tying this entire cinematic universe together. Yeah, that's true. Um, Do you think the acorn of truth will tell her that she needed to cut down on the amount of eyeliner she was wearing when she went to the ball? I don't think it's that kind of acorn of truth. It's not the acorn of heart of truth. It's like the acorn <laughs> the of like true hairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's the acorn's like, honey, no. <laughs> Oh, sweetie, no. Oh, sweetie, no. <laughs> Those dresses real ugly, no. Can I, can I talk about the makeover now? Is that okay? I have a lot of feelings. I know you I know. also have feelings. I, I don't have quite as many feelings as you. And to be honest, like, we already talked about the fact that those ugly, ugly dresses were the doll. Yeah. That was supposed was, to be Emily. That I think, I yeah. really do feel like this actress had upset the hair and makeup department and then they were just mean yeah. to have the rest of the film because she just doesn't look the way that you would think that she should look. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look polished. The dress is really ugly. No. She's wearing those terrible trainers that don't match. She's got she like... She looks like a panda. She does look like a panda. She's got yeah. like the 15-year-old trying to do... Not even 15. 15-year-olds 15 now are like fashionable. The 12-year-old... The 12-year-olds that the, we were... The 12-year-olds yeah. that we were... You get your eyeshadow kit from a magazine. Naturally. And it's yeah. all like plasticky and crap. Yeah. And you put that... Somehow it's all blue. Really, yeah. Everything's blue. <laughs> You've got like glitter lipstick that's like a lip gloss, which is like the stickiest, most disgusting, oh, yeah. like meat jelly. <laughs> product. She's just put meat, she put jelly, meat on jelly on her face. lips. 
She smacked herself in the face a couple of times. The horse gave kicked her. her black, yeah. The horse kicked her in the face. She's got two black eyes. Her hair's in like this weird, ugly updo. She has nothing exciting. She's, She's wearing got those fucking arm gloves. gloves. Like, what is this? And then a really oh. ugly dress that doesn't fit her. The and only he's like, way. you look perfect. And I'm like, you're a liar. She looks horrendous. Well, the only way it would have tied together is if she'd gone full 15-year-old and those opera gloves had been fingerless. Oh my god, what like <laughs> like the stripey ones you used to wear. Oh my god, the stripey ones. Or like where they're like the fishnet designs yeah. and they're like Obviously. neon colours. <laughs> Match your sneakers. Oh my god, she's got a little tutu on over the top. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. She's got like the legging, she's got like red and black striped tights like she's a witch. Because she's so genuine. <gasps> oh, you know? she's so genuine. She's so genuine, Martha. Yeah. Which is about the second time anyone said her name out loud. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I know. It's, uh, um, it's a lot. It is and a lot. I, like, I, my feelings about the makeover mostly go on the fact that like I love makeovers in these kind of crap films yeah. because you get the montage and you like... You then know you get like the a fun prince song, and there's like a bit the silly and whatever, and it's like it's a nice build up to it, the nice moment because yeah. they always do like her trying on different things. It's always really yeah. funny when they do it when they're trying on completely the wrong outfit as well. Or, like oh, she'll so, come out yeah. in like a full black wedding dress or whatever, and like all of this stuff, yeah, like, like a brown pantsuit. Yeah, something. like these yeah. really fun mm-hmm. like little montages. And then it cuts. It would should cut to Emily and being like, "That's perfect," and then they yeah. arrive together, right? And that's the whole thing. And then you get to see what she looks like. Yeah. You get to see what Emily's wearing. It's all very exciting. Mm-hmm. They didn't do any of that. No, and they should have because it would have made it slightly more endearing. <laughs> yeah, it would have. I mean, it would have made the movie longer, which I would not appreciate. No, but no. I, I think it would have made it better. It would have been better than her slow descent of the staircase that she then goes back up, up immediately. <laughs> she goes down the staircase. And then he's like, let's go. And takes her back up the staircase. She just walked down. I'm like, I don't understand. There's also loads of people wondering. They're having a huge argument right the coronation's been like postponed or whatever yeah they're having this huge argument it's all these randos wandering around who didn't attend the coronation where have you been no. are you late like the coronation is happening what is more important are you at the bars at open bar i get that's why oh i don't want to stick around for the speeches they were decorating cookies like, they were making, you know, making cookies maybe they're they they sledging fight. on the only the hill in moldovia <laughs> <laughs> and they're like terrible dresses that someone should have steamed cleaned but didn't Oh, there's so, so many things. And like, so you know, by this point, we've had the title shoehorned in as mm-hmm. well, which is fantastic. Oh, that was like, really, that was a good one. I wasn't yeah. expecting the title shoehorn, <laughs> but when Sophia <laughs> accuses him of being the illegitimate son, which he is, and the queen is very shocked, even though she knows, mm-hmm. uh, and she stands forward and goes, this fraudulent Christmas prince. Very yeah, good. it was it was very much an applause very moment. And you were just yeah, like, golf club, well done. It was well executed. Do you want to know what's not an applause moment, though? That engagement ring. (sighs) The engagement ring. The entire end of the film is just... is problematic in many ways. One, because... It's now Amber finally like <laughs> grows a backbone. Yeah, she does. She does. She do, uh, which which I respect. She goes yeah. into the office of Beat Now, Now Beat, Beat Now, whatever the magazine is called. No one cares. Yeah. Um, and she goes in and she's like, "No, I want my integrity. I want to release the story that I want to write on and then, Amber's blog. On Amber's blog and Rudy's diner, inspired by Rudy's diner. Yeah, like hundred percent. What's that? I don't even know what her surname is. Um, more the more yeah. house of naming things, which is <laughs> less is more. <laughs> That would have been the perfect name for the diner. That would have been the perfect <laughs> name for her blog. 
WordPress is more. Oh god. No. Okay. Oh, I'll stop. So I'll stop. Anyway, so Princey shows up. His royal hotness. He yeah. shows up and he's like, "I've got this really ugly engagement ring. Why don't you quit your whole life and move mm-hmm. to Aldovia and marry me?" And she's like, uh, "My dad, my job, my life." Uh. And then oh says wait, yes no, I don't anyway. care any about it. Like, uh, yeah, so yeah. I'll go with you. Cool. She's Chill. all about her career until, until she's, she's not. not. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Christmas trope. She's all about her career until she isn't. I mean, to be fair, she probably has like the most anchoring to her job out of a lot well, of the Christmas characters job. that we. we yeah, that's true. I mean, it's the, the one of the most the the least vague job titles. Yeah, like I know a junior editor is a real job title. Yeah, and yeah. we kind of know what that is. Mm-hmm, definitely. So yeah. you know. But yeah, they get engaged. She puts on the really ugly engagement ring. It's, it's so the bad. Ugliest ring. I've it ever really seen. is the ugliest ring. I want you to go and Google this ring because it is so ugly. It does look like a half-eaten ring pot. It does like, look. It's yeah. really gross. It's it's kind of grim. It's like a light blue color, but then mm. in different scenes, it's like dark blue and it's diamonds. I don't know. It's bad. Uh, it, to be fair, it's the bad. different scenes that you're talking about are Christmas Prince too. That's true. That's true. That's, <laughs> sorry, that's the next film. I haven't got that yet. And oh. uh, yeah, it's just um, it's a lot. And then there's okay. a really weird face smush kiss with there is like yeah, superimposed fireworks because obviously it's a PG film, so they can't actually tongue, right? But they so do they just... tongue earlier in the film. Did they? Yeah, like a uh, little bit, not like a well. I don't. So they're standing yeah. in the middle of the street with Her their dad faces is pressed together, <laughs> not moving as the camera spins around them and superimposes fireworks on them. While it her cuts, dad looks on. Yeah, her dad is like in the diner, like ah, yeah, like looking at his daughter making out with a stranger in the street. Yeah, then like the most wooden makeout session yeah, I've ever seen in my life. The whole film was quite wooden. <laughs> Gotta whittle down that print to try and get his soul out. Jeez. Expert whittling. Expert whittler. I don't know. It's okay. So it we had a lot of the Christmas things we were looking for. We had a lot of Christmas trees. We had various Christmas activities. Yes. Yeah. Snowball fights and sledding and cookie making. Yeah. The main character is pretty generic. Which is standard for a lot of Christmas films. But there's yeah. a lot of innuendo, so if you're looking for that, then I would recommend. Yes, yes. Would you, Naomi, would you recommend this film? I would. I would not recommend you review this film, though. To no, be honest. don't. Like, don't try and write notes about this film. No. It will take you forever. Three hours. Three hours. <laughs> it was way too long to spend on this film. Way too long. But for a good, fun, like you know, it's Christmas, a good Christmas time. Movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, I would recommend it. Don't yeah. go in with high expectations. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Definitely I recommend it. It's, yeah, it's a good. It's like it's the perfect kind of two glasses of wine. Yeah, Christmas film before you go to bed on like a mm-hmm. random night in December and it's raining. Absolutely, it's yeah. not the Christmas Eve Christmas movie you watch with your family. No, no. no, 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 no. I mean, purely for innuendo alone. Yeah, no, it's definitely a lot of not innuendo, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of weird. But yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the Christmas Prince. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, tune in next week when we talk about Christmas, Christmas Prince, Prince too. Um, oh god I hate that movie honestly at this point I never want to watch again I never want to watch that movie again (laughs) but there we go Um, you can find us again on Instagram and Twitter at JingleBuzzPod you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BexPoet you can find me on Instagram at NaomiEAH and we will see you soon with a new Christmas movie podcast bye thanks for listening (laughs) (laughs) 
Santa, I've been good this year. Make your list and check.